With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And my name is Ben Bullen. Scott. Yes. Before we get started with this episode, uh, we I want to uh, give a confirmation for something that we talked about previously in our Car Names episode. Oh, okay, very good. So okay. Clarifying. All right, yeah, clarifying. Listeners will recall that we talked about uh, the anecdote regarding the uh, Nova vehicle. Selling, oh, Chevy Nova, yeah. Mm-hmm, selling in Latin America. And now the anecdote uh, goes uh, goes something along the lines of the car didn't sell because Nova means doesn't go in Spanish. Yeah, no go or something like mm-hmm. that. Now, when you asked me if this was true and I said it's anecdotal, mm-hmm. I thought about it because, you know, I get fixated on stuff. Sure. Man. So I looked into it and as close as I can tell, it's most likely false it may be – it while it is true that no va is – doesn't go in Spanish, uh, I don't think it's true that it crippled their sales or anything. Mm. So I just want to confirm that for everybody. Okay. Uh, we did look into that. Oh, very good. And should, now uh, – This may be head off some listener mail, right? Oh, gosh. We're probably <laughs> some, already – Some angry listener mail anyways, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we, keep, we did want to – Keep in the good stuff. Yeah. We did want to make sure that you guys know that when we, when we report that kind of stuff and we say it's anecdotal – uh, usually if it bothers us enough, we go back and – because, Scott, you and I always feel like we have two other things we should have added into an episode. Oh, always, yeah. That's uh, that's the whole reason for uh, nuts and bolts. That's the whole reason for it. Yeah, really. Um, I guess I should have waited. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. No problem. That way I uh, just get it out of the way early and, mm-hmm. and we're done with it. Yeah, so let's talk about something completely different. Completely different is the Audi R8. And, I'll go with that. Uh, and this is a uh, – in a roundabout way, it's a listener suggestion, but we, this is one that we had actually talked about and then, um, you know, then it just happened that we got some listener mail about the same subject. So, uh, that happens occasionally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's on our list already, but, um, we have a listener that, um, his name's Nathan and Nathan is from San Diego. Hey, Nathan. And Nathan says that, um, uh, oh, one, his girlfriend's dad owns an R8 and took him for a drive in it. Oh, wow. Uh, says, man, it was awesome, all in caps. 
Uh, he had a, it says he had a particular road on the outside of San Diego County that he likes to drive on that's nice and curvy. I went around the corners and I felt the blood on my face move from side to side. Um, but the car was firmly planted on the road with tons and tons of grip. It was the best thing ever. So, uh, he says, hope you guys get a chance to ride one, keep up the good work, but he'd like to also, um, you know, maybe have it hear a podcast about it and know, know a little bit more about it. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Well, well, Nathan, mm-hmm. it looks like, uh, it looks like you caught us at exactly the right time. And I love his description of the corner, you know, feeling his blood move from, uh, one side of his face to the other sure. and the grip, because we're going to go into that in this episode. Mm-hmm. Now, the Audi R8. I, I, I love the way one of our articles begins on this because it says, who doesn't want an exotic supercar? Oh, of course. Right. And uh, an even more important question to someone like me is, uh, who can afford one? Because they're quite expensive. Uh, do you remember not, not too long ago we mentioned uh, that uh, the uh, Honda dealer just outside of where I live yeah. happens to have all these crazy cars on the used car lot. One of them is an Audi R8. Uh, that one's gone now, by the way. And do you know the price on that thing? It was it was used. It was a hundred and sixty thousand dollars, Ben. Oh wow! On a used Honda lot, and now they've got a Spider version of that vehicle. Are you serious? On there. I have yeah. no idea what the price is, but uh, somebody there, you know, like I said, they're they're buying up kind of exotics and and supercars. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing that, but uh, apparently there's a market for them for them to sell them at a used Honda lot. Well, also, man, if I was a car dealership owner mm-hmm. i would love to be able to say oh this is for work oh sure. I, I don't want to just play with this but you know if you can sell it and you know what your customers want sure. then take more power home. to you take it home for the occasional weekend mm-hmm. weekend trip that would I'm, be fun i'm just saying yeah sure but before we go into debating my ethics or lack of ethics mm-hmm. if i were <laughs> a, a car dealer <laughs> yeah um Let's let's talk about the price real quick because the R8, one of the most anomalous things about it is that you get some stats for a very low price. Yeah, that – you know, I mentioned 160 Yeah. That's uh, that's ballpark for what it's new. Do you have a, a, a brand new – I mean base uh, price? Yeah, the base – the base price, uh, when it, when it first came out, the base price would be, uh, 114000 Okay. And that, that sounds like a whole heck of a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it is, but comparatively, it's more than $50,000 less than most super, supercars. The beginning point of yeah. most supercars. The beginning point of most supercars is like two hundred grand, right? And they go up to $2 million, as we know, with the Bugatti or yeah. above even. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there, I mean, a lot of them are ballpark, you know, $500,000, $800,000. There's some for less, but um, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be paying an, an awful lot of money for a supercar and supercar performance, and you're getting it in the R8 for, uh, like I said, this one was $160,000. i am sure it was loaded with options. Yeah, um, and this probably. is a newer model. I don't know if it's a 2011 or what it was, but um, this is a newer model. So you know the price has gone up with uh, some of the, the features and functions that they that they offer now. Because we'll we'll talk about some of those in a minute because they're really amazing. And there's quite a few. Exactly. Yeah, and you know it's an Audi, so it's loaded with luxury features as well. Mm. Um, it's not just all about performance in this case. It's it's both. It's like yeah. a luxury performance vehicle. Really, it's having your cake and eating it. Yeah. Do you want to well, talk about? Um, let's do stats. I guess a, a little stats. I mean, just yeah. one, uh, two notes maybe that we. Need need to uh to mention here is that uh even though it's called the r8 it has a v10 engine oh yes good point um, yeah now <laughs> this is uh well actually there is a v8 coupe 
So we let's get that out of the way. But there's a there's a V10 coupe and a V10 Spider, and we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about the V10 uh, mostly. I mean, we can give mm-hmm. you stats on both, but mm-hmm. um, two different engine sizes available right now. There's the 4.2 liter and the 5.2 liter. Mm-hmm. Uh, both, you know, 4.2 is the V8. The 5.2 liter is the V10, mm-hmm. and uh, this is this is what makes this really I don't know stand out in my mind. What's that? It's based on the Lamborghini. On Lamborghini uh, Gallardo, is that how you say it, Gallardo? Yeah, uh, Gallardo. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I that always you're say right. Gallardo. That's one thing that got me too, and it's it's based on the the Lamborghini performance parts, mm-hmm. which means that you are getting some you are getting some awesome horsepower under under the hood for that. Oh, um, yeah. oh excuse me, not under the hood. <laughs> oh but, no, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But but um, under the glass, yes, sir. But that's because the uh, the reason it has this uh, Lamborghini part um, or this Lamborghini component to the vehicle is that Volkswagen has a controlling stake in the Lamborghini, and Vol- Volkswagen sort of the linchpin sure. of this stuff. Parent company, yes, mm-hmm. and uh, for. Not just Lamborghini, but remember they've got Bentley. They've also mm-hmm. got uh, Bugatti. Yep. And um, of course Audi. That's one, and the VW. So uh, this is a you know it, it it makes sense when you think of it that way. Why mm-hmm. not take some of these performance parts and swap them into some of these other lines of vehicles that they have and see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know this engine is based on uh, the LP five sixty four, and it also has a uh, six speed gearbox that comes from the same vehicle. So yeah. uh, there's quite a few Lambo parts in this thing, which is mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive, really. Okay. Zero to 60, mm-hmm. uh, 4.4 seconds. Which one are you giving us here? That's the, uh, that's for the 4.2. Oh boy. So this is the, uh, this is the, the, uh, quote unquote slow. Yeah. Uh, R8, right? Yeah. This is the okay, turtle. This is, this is the, the V8 4.2 liter. Yeah. And a uh, top speed of 187 miles an hour. All right. So you want the uh, zero to sixty on the five point two liter yes, V ten? Yeah, you could, boy, that's incredible. It drops nearly a full second. It's three point seven seconds, Ben. That's like uh, that's like motorcycle fast almost. Right. Yeah, that's it, what I was it thinking. It kind of is, and the top speed's around one ninety six. Mm-hmm. Um, I know motorcycles are a little faster, but come on, this is a it's a pretty big car. I mean, and it's a car. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. I mean, when you look at it, it's it's uh, it's got some decent size to it. It's a long yeah. car. It's a wide car. Mm-hmm. It's low. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you gotta admit, uh, 4.4 seconds for the V8 and 3.7 for the V10. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. But yeah. it's power to weight ratio, I think, is also key in this. Exactly. Now, you know, for horsepower on the V8, um, we've got 430 horsepower mm-hmm. and 317 pound of feet of torque. On the V10, you've got 525 horsepower and 391 pound feet of torque, which is, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty remarkable, but, um, uh, you might be wondering, may or may not be wondering about mileage. Um, <laughs> I put this in the who cares category, really, because at this point, you really you're not going for mileage in this car. Yeah, to be absolutely honest with you, you're not going for mileage in this car, and it, you shouldn't expect to. No, in the it's no. it's like a it, it it's sort of. Um, a two out of three kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't ever have all three of the things you want. If you want, if you want efficiency, you want performance, you want safety. You, you can have two of those. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> With speed and power and and, uh, yeah. and looks and all this, you know, I, I mean, you're going to get lower mileage. Yeah. And uh, the mileage on both of these vehicles is identical. 
Um, it is, uh, let's see, city 12 miles per gallon, mm-hmm. highway 19 for a combined average of 14 miles per gallon. So you're not going to be getting great fuel economy in either one of these vehicles. Sure. But again, that's who not cares? What, yeah, that's that's not what you have it for. No, no, um, I wouldn't think so. That's what we hope you we hope you don't have it for that. No, I wouldn't think so. So it's got a power to rate ratio of about 8.16 pounds per horsepower. Whoa. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. And that they they achieve that, of course, by using um, a lot of the iconic Audi styling, Mm -hmm. aerodynamic styling, and a lot of aluminum Mm -hmm. in the body of the vehicle. Sure. And uh, lightweight. Light. Oh, yes, sir. Lightweight. This thing is like, you know, those uh, you know, those like potato puffs. No, oh, yeah. They're not quite potato <laughs> chips. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's got, it's deceptively got, light. Deceptively light is yeah. the exact phrase I'm looking for. Thank you. And, um, to go back to one of your, uh, your original statements, Nathan, one of the things that I really liked in the letter was he talks about the cornering, Scott. Mm-hmm. And the cornering comes, um, from a couple of very interesting things that you might not expect when you just look at this vehicle. Sure. We alluded to, uh, the fact that the engine is not under the hood. True. It's, it's more, it's positioned in a different spot than you would ordinarily find it. It's like right behind the seat. Sure. Almost. It's a mid engine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mid engine, right in front of the uh, rear axle, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that helps. I mean, that, that's something that you'll see in, you know, the Porsche 911 model, uh, yep. model lines. You'll see that in a lot of supercars, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just for weight proportion, really. I yeah, mean, it's distribution of weight, and it's yeah. it, it's almost it's kind of like the center of gravity on a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of sports cars do this. The yeah. Ford GT does that. I mean, you'll see it here and there. Mm-hmm. The Volkswagen Beetle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The, a lot of a lot of vehicles have uh, have rear engines, and that's uh, that's important for handling, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, what's the other the big one that really this is this is a um, it's not unique to Audi. No, by any means. It's it's you know the other vehicles have this, but. Um, this is kind of an interesting one, I thought. I like this. Are you talking about the Quattro all-wheel drive? That's one. That's one. That's one. Now, Quattro, that's something that's been around for a long time. Let's let's go ahead and mention that because yeah. it's been around since the uh, early 80s, right? Yeah. And um, it's – well, it's really – it's just a, a really well-balanced mm-hmm. all-wheel drive system for, for uh, that's proprietary to Audi in the way mm-hmm. that it operates. So what it can do is basically when you're – when you're driving, depending on the demands of the road mm-hmm. and the speed, uh, it can. This system will shift somewhere between ten and thirty-five percent of the engine's power to the front wheels, mm-hmm. uh, which will give you some handling ability that you would not have. But now that's good. That's good. But that's not the whole cake. That's kind of like the icing mm-hmm. because I know I know what you really want to talk about. Uh, concerns magnets. Sure, it does. Yeah, it's, this is uh, this is something more unusual than than definitely. That. Um, it has something called magnetic ride, and uh, it's a push button suspension control system. And there's two modes for this. There's normal and there's sport. And um, I don't know. I guess I guess you can call this something like uh, um, it's adaptive in a way, and you can put it in normal mode, and it operates normally, and it does mm-hmm. adapt. You know, it, it changes constantly. Or you can put it in sport mode, where I believe it's fixed. I, I think that's the way it works, Ben. Yeah. I'm gonna have to double check the uh, the fixed versus uh, versus normal. But um, again, normal and sport are the modes, and uh, what it does is it uses a magnetically charged fluid. So really, it's got these. It's like um, it's metallic fluid inside the uh, the shock. 
tubes, if you want to put it this, I'll put it real simple terms. Okay. Okay. Layman's. Magnetic fluid inside the shock tubes. Uh, you pass a current over or through or around that that tube to thicken that material to uh, to make it um, more dense. The, mm-hmm. the viscosity of it becomes yeah. greater, um, and that dampens the ride. That means that for sport handling, uh, you can make it a lot more stiff. Uh, for you know normal day to day driving, you sure. can make it a little softer so that it's a little easier on your body. Um, you know the the Bumps and vibrations in the road mm-hmm. don't bother you quite as much, but uh, you know, in sport handling you don't really care. No, um, no, you're trying to race, exactly. Yeah, so um, you know, it's it's called again, it's called the Audi Magnetic Ride System. And uh, if you want to look it up, there's a lot of you know animations about this thing and how sure. it works and how other similar systems work. But I think it's uh, it's worth taking a look at. It's it's interesting if you haven't ever seen a system like this work. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when we talk about this, this is a great way for us to segue into another part of the car. Now, what we've talked about so far is sort of the, I guess we call it the Lamborghini part mm-hmm. of this vehicle. Uh, yeah, you can call it. Kind, kind of that. Sure. And, and, the powertrain and, part of this. Right. Yeah. That's because the, the emphasis there is all about performance. Mm-hmm. But uh, unlike quite a few supercars, it's actually really swank inside. It is. And we're talking, you know, when you when you think of an Audi, you're probably picturing uh, customized leather interiors. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're probably picturing a range of really fancy gadgets. Sure. In this case, you know, you can do wood grain. You can do carbon fiber inserts because mm-hmm. it's a sportier model. It's not yeah. something that you would do normally in a luxury vehicle, but you know, sometimes you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does. It, this this offers. Basically, all of the luxury features you can get in the top of the line Audi, as you would expect in something this price in this price range. Right. Uh, but it allows it, you know, on this on this ultra high performance sports car. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you can get these carbon fiber inserts, but you can also get uh, premium sound system. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why you'd want to do that if you got an engine like that behind you, but I would just listen to the engine. So audiophiles uh, will be interested to know this is a Bang and Olufsen uh, sound system, nah. which is. It's high, it's high end, but that's my question too, man. I would see you got a V10 that's sitting right behind you. Yeah, I say open the windows and listen to it. Yeah, I mean if you have it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's that's just my opinion. But you know, there's also like a nav system. You know, sure. and it's and it's the top of the line nav system that Audi offers. And you know, these things are getting more and more sophisticated mm-hmm. uh, as time goes on. So you know, this is this is the the ultimate in nav systems at this point for Audi. Right. Um, they also have. Um, Honestly, like parking have, assist system. Oh, leather, leather, you know, wrap seats, yeah. um, you know, custom colors and, you know, anything you really want. I mean, everything is, everything is there. And it, it all costs a little extra. It does. Yeah. Because remember that base price that you mentioned? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the base price is. I'm going to have to go look through here because I've got it somewhere. But, okay. um, once I find it, I'll, I'll let you know. You get, Every option yeah. is, is, uh, it, I'd say it's a significant Add to the charge. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you Absolutely. talk about adding the nav system. You know, that's I'm going to ballpark a bend. You okay. add the nav system, it's something like three thousand bucks, thirty five hundred bucks. I wouldn't like be surprised. At um, all. You add different wheels, it's going to be an additional four thousand dollars. Mm. You know, that's the type of increments that we're talking about. It it really bumps up the price. So, mm-hmm. you know, the used vehicle that I saw for one sixty, that's not completely out of the question. If you just have a few uh, premium options added to this. Yeah, thing. not at all. Now we talked about the uh, we talked about the carbon fiber. Oh, we should also mention, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we did say it's a coupe, right? We yeah, we did. Yeah, there's okay. a coupe and there's a spider available, remember? Because yeah. that, that spider is the one that's on the lot right now. Yeah, that's what we should talk about. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you want to hit me with on that? Because um, 
Oh, I wanted you to... <laughs> ah, that's all right. No big deal. I wanted, I wanted you to, to break down the Spider-Man. Yeah, What's the they, just, they just took the top off, really. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure... You know what? This is one of those deals where they, they often will engineer the vehicle just specifically for the Spider version so that mm-hmm. it remain, retains all of its rigidity. Um, it doesn't have, you know, the, the roof is structural in a, in a coop, of course. Yeah. Uh, when you remove that element, then it becomes, oftentimes it'll, it'll become weaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll twist or, you know, it will just have a, a less structural integrity than the, than the hardtop will. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the case of a car like this, they often engineer them specifically to have that top removed so it's stronger elsewhere in order to accommodate for that. So, that makes um, sense. you know, the V10 Spider, I would I would assume would do just as well um, in a rollover. I'm I'm not saying for sure that's that's true or not, but um, I would think that it would just because that's the type of car that it is. And we are absolutely saying do not roll over any car, especially beautiful beautiful car like this. True. I'm afraid to touch some of these yeah, cars you know, sometimes. <laughs> and don't listen to anything I say about rollover safety either, because I'm not, uh, I'm not <laughs> the NHTSA. <Okay>. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, yeah. you know, check, check it out and find out, uh, you know, what the, uh, what the, the crash yeah. ratings are on all these things, I guess, before you want to buy uh, it. But. One last thing for, um, the Nathan's, uh, mention of the cornering. Mm-hmm. The, the seats are, of course, molded. Uh, the way that racing seats are. Oh, of course. So that's why you can, that's why you can have that feeling like, oh, the blood in my head is going to one side mm-hmm. of my body than the other, but not, not be thrown around the vehicle. Because your vehicle or your body rather is being held tight in the yeah. seat by, uh, by the seat, really. The right. seat and the belts. Um, all right. You know what? I want to do something here. I want to mention, yeah. um, there's a vehicle out there called the e-tron concept car. And probably a lot of people have seen this on the on the show circuit. You know, it was back in 2009, so it's a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they brought around a concept car that was um, basically it looked like the R8, uh, but it was an elect um, an electric version. Yeah, and uh, all electric. Get this, it had four electric motors, right? And they claimed it only had 313 horsepower, which hmm. I don't. I guess for this type of car, that's not a lot. That's a lot for an electric car. Of course. Yeah. Were these motors in the wheel? They are in the wheels. Um, you know, oh, you know what? I'm not going to say for sure that's the case because okay. uh, that's, that's something different. I, I don't really know, but, uh, the, you know, with four, with four electric motors, I would assume that they're at the wheels. That's okay? what I was thinking. I, I think you're right. Um, get this, the, the torque, you know, the electric yeah. motor torque, you know, how fast this thing will accelerate? How much? I, I, I don't know, zero to 60 or whatever, but, um, I'm saying the torque is incredible on this thing and you know, it's available immediately. Listen to this number. 3,319 pound-feet of torque in this car. Wow. What? 313 horsepower, but it has 3,319 3, pound-feet <laughs> of torque, which uh, I don't understand this. Now, now but, but they say by the time it actually gets to the wheels, that's just a rating at the at the motors. Okay. Okay. Now, if they're at the wheels, I don't understand how much can be lost there, but no, um, they say no. it's actually around 500 foot-pounds of torque, which is still a ton of torque. That's yeah. like uh, – that's like giant V10 Viper, um, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a that kind of torque. That that's level. that's the kind of torque they could eat the road. Exactly. This is a this is a strong strong electric car. But um, the e-tron concept car was uh, basically an R8 that's been mm-hmm. reworked. That's nuts, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the last thing we said it all comes with uh the, these all come with a uh, manual standard six speed. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have the option of getting. What, uh, something that's pretty neat. They call it the Artronic. Oh, yeah. Remember this? Yeah, and, I do. And so it basically, it makes the car, it makes the car drive like an automatic for you. You can let the car shift gears 
automatically, or you can use these paddles mm-hmm. to shift gears on the steering sure. column. F1 style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, you know, the thing is that, you know, the Artronic replaces what would be, it, it's called a six speed Artronic and that mm-hmm. re- replaces what would be what they call an automatic transmission. Yes. Uh, because you can either get a manual or the Artronic and the Artronic, I think you may get a tiny little bit of mileage increase in Ooh. something like that. But uh, a lot of people, you know, this level of ve- this type of vehicle prefer the manual control, but the Artronic, what it does is it allows you to drive it, um, allows you to drive it like an automatic or drive it like a manual if you choose. Yeah. Uh, you've seen a lot of these systems in the past. Now that it gives you the control of a manual, uh, but has the advantages of an automatic. So, you know, it, um, it shifts so quickly. It can shift faster than you can in, an, in a manual. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people say I can shift pretty fast, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, there, there's no denying that, you know, the electronics in this can shift faster than you can. Sure. Don't, um, don't just, have that John Henry moment. No, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, you know, it's a, it's a very advanced system, the, the six speed Artronic. And again, that's uh, an Audi thing. So if you want to take a look at that, you know, that's, mm. it's elsewhere as well. You can find it on other vehicles. Right. Right. Now um, we've got a, the last thing I want to cover. Yes. What, what were you going to say? I was, I was going to ask about the, Racing. The racing, yes. yeah. Right. Okay, so I want to go in. I want to because yeah. uh, this is this is significant. Uh, the Audi, you're going to hear Audi R8 mentioned. Uh, if you look it up online, you're going to find uh, the race car version or the road car version. Right. We've been talking about the road car version. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about the one you can buy and take out on the interstate. Yeah. Now the, there's the R8 race car, and uh, that out of uh, let's see, boy, I'm trying to think of how this goes here because they they had an an R8 Le Mans prototype car. Which debuted in, I believe, I want to say it's a, I, th- I thought it was 2000, but it may have been, may have been 99. Um, but they actually won the, the 24 hours of Le Mans in this, in, in this vehicle in 2000, 2001, two, four, and, uh, let's see, 2000. Yeah, I think that's it, maybe. Um, but you know what? I think even this past June, just, mm-hmm. just a couple weeks ago, uh, I believe Audi won Le Mans again. Uh, after they had a, kind of a, a rough day with a few wrecks, uh, they got tangled up with a couple of Ferraris just recently. Wild. Uh, one at night, one during the day. Uh, some pretty bad, serious accidents, but, um, I believe, uh, Audi took the championship again. Um, so anyways, the R8 race car up until 2004, they had won out of 79 races, they had won 63 times in this one vehicle. So this is, uh, this is becoming kind of like, um, I don't want those top end, you know, like the, the ultimate sports cars like yeah. the uh, Porsche 917 or mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the Ford GT40. You know, it's becoming one of those iconic vehicles. Um, in fact, it already is. It's one of the most successful teams out there. I think, I mean, with that kind of record, it is fair for us to go ahead and make the call and say it's iconic or it's on that level. Um, I, because it's, it's clearly, this car is clearly, I'm not saying it's going to be all things to all people, mm-hmm. but it's it's clearly fulfilling the market needs for several different groups. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's filling the 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 weekend racers um, who have who want a car with some zip but don't want to blow you know two million dollars. Sure. And as a race car, its statistics are frankly just nasty. True. And True. and um, I I'm really interested to see. Con- continuing this, um, you know, I didn't, I, it's, it's so fascinating to me when you see a company like Volkswagen taking different pieces of different lines mm-hmm. and putting them together, uh, because 
sometimes the results can be negligible, you know, um, and never make it off the drawing board. And then mm-hmm. sometimes you can come up with things like this. Sure. So I, I'm very you know, interested to see where this goes. <laughs> I, I hate to mention this, but, yeah. uh, you know, remember the, uh, Chrysler Maserati? <laughs> Do you remember that? It looked like the LeBaron. Yeah. Had the, uh, Maserati engine yeah. and, you know, it had, Badges really, and mm-hmm. a couple of little styling cues, but it but, didn't have too much. And no, it just stuff. didn't do well at all, and no. you know, it became a bit of a laughing yeah. know, point for the company. And you know, everybody was. I know some people are really, really attached to them, and they're going to be people that are, uh, um, you know, it will viciously defend it, saying how, sure. how great of a car it is. And others will, will say, you know, like I, it looked like a LeBaron, mm-hmm. it was a rebadged LeBaron. Um, so yeah, sometimes it falls flat. Other times it, other times it really works. Hey, one quick thing yeah. that I just, just stumbled across here when I was looking at this. Um, remember I mentioned I went through the years 2000, 2001, right. two, and then I skipped 2000. to 2004. Yeah. Um, the, remember Bentley is owned by the same company. Yes. Uh, the Bentley Speed 8 happened to win the race in 2003 using the same engine. So if you want to characterize it that way, they've had a, a domination of the series from, you know, those, those, those five years in a row. Wow. And beyond that, I'm not sure. I have to, I'd have to dig into the numbers. But, um, yeah, doing really well. Wow. Yeah. You know what I want to hear? I, you know, we always love to, uh, wrap up with, uh, questions for the listeners. I want to hear uh, about more people's experience driving this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also would like to hear, uh, not just the proprietary system, the Artronic, but I want to hear m- more about that kind of assisted, uh, manual drive or, or assisted automotive drive, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to, or the transmission rather, because I haven't, I haven't driven in something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, uh, back in, back in Tennessee when I was a kid, I did ride, uh, in a car with someone I wanted push button gear shifts. Oh, cool. I, th- well, I thought that was cool, but mm-hmm. I couldn't drive. I was like six. Ah, true. <laughs> but it was, true. it was neat. And I want so to see how the experience is. You're talking about like a paddle shifter or mm-hmm. maybe even like, um, I mean, in a, a simpler form like an auto shift, yeah. um, auto stick rather. Um, also, what about, you know, sequential uh, gearboxes, like, you know, where the, where it's just a movement forward or re- or backwards like a rally car would yeah. have or a motorcycle. That's a good call. Because um, there are cars with those. Um, and Sometimes they're add-on, and I think there may be some cars out there that have that as standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to dig into that a little more. But, yeah, there's some unusual – um, shifting mechanisms out there mm. right now that maybe we should talk about sometime. Yeah, yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to hear because we had um, we had some folks write into us. Uh, now, you know, we always get listener mail, and I know we take a while to answer. Sorry, guys, but uh, <laughs> that's we, my fault. <laughs> no, no, it's my fault too. It's my fault too. But mm-hmm. we have nuts and bolts, and we all we get to everyone. We do get to it. Um, but we had some people write in and talk to us about uh, tractor trailer gears. Yes. Remember? And, uh, so. Oh, and yeah, somebody mentioned an automatic semi. Yes. Which, which, uh, we, we were, we were still chatting about that one, but, uh, act surprised and, uh, send us an email and let us know, uh, your experience about that. If you want to know more about the Audi R8, you can check out our article on the website, howstuffworks.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on our blog, and tell us about your experience driving these various these various different shifting mechanisms anything that's not a regular orthodox manual or regular orthodox automatic we want to hear about it so you can send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com be sure to check out our new video podcast stuff from the future join howstuffworks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow 
the HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.